Welcome to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast, brought to you by the Iron Tavern and Spellburn. Our cast of characters for this campaign is Baptist, the cannibalistic thief, Nuniklaus, the boom cannon wizard, Jargon, where did he go, halfling, Santh, cleric of Mani, Vixila, the guardian warrior, Gonlex, the warrior who dreams of seafaring journeys, Mephrodis, the corrupted wizard, Bong, the glistening warrior, Aram, the sergeant-at-arms warrior, and Jadawan, the apprentice wizard. A metal pyramid sits on a ridge above the now-destroyed outpost. Curious, the party winds their way up a trail to the base of the structure where they find signs of a skirmish. Pressing onwards, the group climbs the structure, finding an entrance at the top, carefully protected by some entity. What will the group find inside this unusual structure? Who meets their fate inside this metal pyramid on an alien planet? So, two weeks ago, you guys made it through the cliff tunnels. Uh, you found had found a set of stairs a previous session before that. You decided to go up the set of stairs that moved upwards to presumably the surface. On the way up, I forget how many flights of stairs there were, but like 40 flights of stairs, you encountered another one of those worm-like creatures that's tunnel burrow had like crossed the stairwell and damaged some of the steps you guys successfully battled that worm you continued on up to the surface and on the surface is what we have on the map now you found uh will look to be some partially damaged barracks a damaged probably like meth tall or eating area and two hangars one of which is pretty much obliterated near nothing left another one slightly less damaged but still in pretty rough shape uh, and then you also saw a watchtower off to the north-northeast portion of the little complex of sorts. There you fought one of those uh, two-armed, green, big-eyed alien thingies and its flying mount. Uh, you defeated <clears throat> both of those. From the top of the watchtower, you saw what looked to be a... And you have to sort of scroll down on the map to see, but there's a little foot trail that winds up to what appears to be some sort of metallic pyramid-type structure, rather significant in size. We may have asked this last time, but do we see any kind of, like, insignia on the path, or how how close is this pyramid to us right now from the tower? The pyramid's probably 500 yards away along this trail, so it sort of goes, you're sort of got the watchtower, and there's still just a little bit of a ridge that goes up, <clears> so it sort of winds up, and then there's a spot it's flat, but the elevation is higher than where you're currently at now, uh, and the switchback trail goes up to it. It's about 500 yards away. You, the, there are no insignias or anything like that on the pyramid. It does appear to be metallic. The, the, this, the light that's in the air sort of glints off of it. Almost like bong glistens. <laughs> so bong is naturally drawn to this thing? Is that what it is? <laughs> that would be blueberry. <laughs> Um, and then you'd also seen these little vent-like things over this way, just to the south of the stairway. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. yeah. Um, from the foot trail. Did we check all the buildings? I thought we did, that we made. No, no we haven't checked all the buildings. We did yet. too. Yeah, you guys checked uh, all the buildings. Okay. Uh, we found some broken crystals, right? Something that looked like they would go into weapons. I think something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's yep, about found... the last note I have. Okay. Uh, yeah, you found some uh, green shard type things uh, that were in this hangar building 
over this way. The one side of the hangar had like cables and computer equipment and things like that. The other wider part looked like just where things had collapsed, where they might have stored a large ship or multiple ships or something like that. The path near the tower that's leading to the pyramid, can we see if there's been recent foot traffic on it or yeah. any indication that there's been... It does look like there's been recent <clears throat> foot traffic on the path. Both uh, booted feet and uh, slightly larger uh, bare feet that match what one of these two-armed aliens would probably okay. have. Uh, did anybody grab that other bandolier strap? Does anybody want it? I thought we grabbed pretty much everything. I don't know. I was just... I. This was off of the, uh, the other this off alien. The dude in the tower? Yeah, from yeah. the dude in the tower. Also, Bong got pretty beat up in that last encounter. Hint. Hint. I hear you. I'm already at three disapproval, but I can uh, I can give that a I can try. Try, brother man. How does how can Manny disapprove of you if she doesn't know what's going on? Disapproval seems slower last time. Yeah, from what I recall, it wasn't immediate. This is true. Give me a second here. Now you just got to roll, right? Okay, Jeffrey, I can't remember. Was I was I one was I one die down or two die down? Two die down. One, one die. So I'm gonna I'm gonna d14. Correct. Oh. <coughs> All right, fourteen. Awesome. That ought to help out Bongarang a little bit. It ought to. What is that? Uh, same alignment, so that's what. Man, oh, you're the same alignment. Yes. You're neutral. Okay, I'm sorry. Then you get one more of these bad boys. Ah, total of eight. Every little bit helps. Is that is that enough to make you comfortable, or are you still feeling pretty? Uh, still twenty down. Oh man! All right, let me try. Ooh, let me try to contact the wonderful Monty again and see if she has some healing grace for you. Oh yeah! See, look at that! <laughs> All complaining about the penalty, and and we'll continue to complain about it. Boom! <laughs> Twenty-two. Twenty-two for you. Twenty-two. All right, bones good. I don't know, but I've heard that some uh, some podcast listeners might think that the glistening warrior bong is a some type of a hero god. Yeah, I don't know where they would get that idea. <laughs> I, I just think it's a rumor. I was <laughs> probably Matt who just. I have a lot of faith in Cass. It was the person who plays the character. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you're going to be the first person that actually like makes a bong T-shirt and tries to retail it. Yeah, I'm going to start the Team Bong hashtag on Twitter and see. <laughs> Where <at> the origins? <laughs> Actually, it should be like a picture of a bong on the front, and then when it says hashtag Team Bong on the back, a picture of you, like just your face. <laughs> I'm too much of a cheapskate to do that. It should be the old ringer tees, no less. That would be something. I would wear it just because it was a ringer tee. I'd join Team Bong for just the ringer tee. <laughs> Jargon, who's that dude? Was anybody else so. 
Let's change subject, please. <laughs> um, I think we just have to head toward the pyramid. Colgrim's down a good bit. <clears throat> You're pushing a, your luck, man. He's a henchman. I don't care if he dies or not. We can get our gold back from him if he dies. Don't tell him I said that, though. <laughs> Secret safe with me. Is what's Belagol it, still awake? What's it? Yeah, Belagol's fine. He's yeah. he's at full. Um, what's it worth to Colgrim to uh, to get healed by Sand? Uh, roll for it, Jeffrey. What are we rolling? If Colgrim <laughs> is willing to pay to be healed. <laughs> I like we're saying fifty-fifty shot. Or uh, uh, Santa, Santa's willing to heal him if he's willing to convert to the worship of Monty. Oh, do you need that? Uh, no, but I'm going to force him to do it in this case because I'm a cleric and I can be a jerk. Uh, you might want to save it in case, you know, Yeah, you have a date to be named later, sort of. Well, then I guess he'll just have to make do with where he's at right now. All right. How, how many how far, points does he have? Yeah, how far down is he? He's at 8 out of 17, so. No, he, what level is he? Two. He's a level 2 henchman? Yeah. I mean, I know we kill these dudes left and right, but one that made it to level two, he, he kind of deserves to be... He was hired at level two. He costs a little bit more than the rest of them. Oh, well, no, okay, I was about ready to feel sorry for him, but you took that away. <laughs> he costs a good bit more than the rest of them. Okay, well then, I'll look over at Mephrodis, and if Mephrodis and Bong, like, if they give me the thumbs up, I can heal him, but if they give, him, if they give me the throat slice, the, the no-go... <laughs> Uh, it's really up to them. It's their money. Bong, Bong would want you to heal him. Mephrodis okay. would not care. Oh, see that? You shouldn't. Like, Santa's probably a little bit more beholden to Mephrodis because we've been adventuring together a long time. Mephrodis and Bong probably. I mean, I'm playing them both. I'm mostly playing Bong at the time, but Mephrodis and Bong probably don't really hit it off very well. You know, I've actually been thinking a lot, too, about Gonlex sitting back at the temple by himself. I mean, I know Vic Sela's there and a couple other people there, but I'm pretty sure Gonlex is just back at the temple picking his nose. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably, like, coming up with new pirate shanties and everything. Oh, man, there's a 14. We went all the way, brought him back from the dead, and he just stays at the temple. Hey, now, dang it. junk right there. If I had known that... Mephrodis was going to like send us to another dimension. I would have had Gonlex with us to raid the tower. Wait, how far away were? Uh, There's thirteen. From us? Thirteen hit points for uh, Colgrim. All right, he's good. Thank you. How much. far from like in proximity were Kelly's characters from us that got pulled in by the rift? Because I would think that with that big of a spell burn and that high of a result, we could have pulled anything from except that tower. the city proper. That's true. I mean, I mean they were in the city. That's Hanging out at some tavern when they got maybe we can in. just maybe we can Boots just kill of off we just kill off Belagall and Gonlex and Vixila can show up. Jargon's fine with that. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Madness is gonna send Blueberry up the path. Okay. Uh, Blueberry flies up the path. Uh, makes his make her makes her way up. Sees a metal. Pyramid looks uh, weathered, pockmarked, uh, steep sides. Um, sees uh, a dead body at the top. Can't really identify whether it was one of the more the alien-looking creatures or one of the more humanoid-looking creatures. 
uh, and see some form of banner or some sort at the base that looks like it's been leaning over, haggard, toppled. Uh, Does it look like it was attacked? Looks like some sort of skirmish happened there. And there's a banner. How big is the banner? Uh, well, the banner is about um, six feet uh, by three feet, three by six, three feet wide, six feet tall. We, but this is blueberry viewing. It Correct. Yeah. Um, you guys uh, have to be closer to see, get more details. Get blueberry to closer. Are you still controlling blueberry? Is he still able to speak? Well, of yeah, course okay. he is. What's he say, Jeffrey? What's that? What does Blueberry say? Just reports back the basics. Can he? Can she fly up and see what denomination that body is? You can fly up and can see it's a body, but is unclear what type or anything like that that the body There's is. No sign like of it's any... crumpled in the rock and stuff like that. It's hard to see. It's not like it's laying straight out. It, it's, okay. it's difficult to tell from a distance, even from the bird's eye. No signs of any anything moving around up there. <clears throat> she does not see any signs of anything moving around up there. Okay. I guess we head up the path. Um, I, I doubt there would be any traps on this thing if it's been such heavy traffic, but do you think we should check along the way? Mm, you can if you want, but I think we're fine. I don't think they really had time to set anything considering everything that was going on. They might have been in a hurry to get up there. And we did check all the other buildings. That's already been established, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, well, let's head up there. Okay. So you guys move up the path. It sort of switch backs up. Like I said, I've got the sort of path drawn at the bottom of this grid map. And you guys sort of switch back up. You see multiple sets of prints and more than one of either. Uh, and some are more like a booted humanoid print. And some are the larger barefoot print of the the alien race that you've seen. Um, they go in either direction of both sets of prints. And as you work your way up and you get closer to the uh, pyramid, you see, one, you see that the top seems to have some sort of, I'm going to make a feeble attempt to draw it here. So there's like the top of the pyramid, and then it sort of like curves in a little bit, like there's some sort of, opening like it might be a hollow through there and then the rest of it comes down sort of like this but it, essentially you guys would be down at the bottom and then look like there's probably some form of <clears throat> shelter type thing at the very top of the pyramid that you can't quite see so you see that immediately when you go up it's metal surface and then at the base you see this banner and it's a uh tattered worn purple banner about three feet by six feet and it has uh in white, other fat pieces of cloth. It's a very crude-looking banner. has what looks to be almost like a bone necklace on it. So it's got like a necklace that has multiple bones on it. Uh, like the one we took off the green alien? Yes, yes. Very similar to the one you took off the green alien. Uh, now, this banner sort of, you know, been jammed into a pile of rocks, and these pile of rocks is distorted, and the, the banner sort of hanging in an angle. It looks like it's either been here for a long time and just been blown over, or whatever happened here, you know, knocked it askew. And then uh, near the banner is a body that sort of have rock has sort of fallen on it, or something like that. Is and there, this is I probably already know the answer, but is there any way that we can kind of discern the purpose of this building by looking at it? 
it looks completely different than the the base that you came out on the surface of. Mm-hmm. It though it's metallic, it certainly appears much much older. Uh, it, the weathering marks on it makes it appear like it's been underneath this environment for a long long time. Maybe even seeing a little bit of acid from the rain pockmarking it and things like that. Uh, but, so uh, it seems much older. And like the stairwells and stuff like that, I mean, they were old, but these just seem, this pyramid seems ancient. But the banner looks like it's been there a while. You said. The banner looks like it's been here a while. Uh, so, yeah, banner looks like it's been here a while. Pyramid seems ancient. Fabulous will check out the body. Okay. Um, when you take a look at the body, you see um, hold on here what appears to be uh, find my note so the you, you see what appears to be a body in the, the body has a blue tinged skin uh, it's very pale you suspect it's probably because it's been dead for a little while uh, appears to be uh, a male but it's one of the more humanoid-looking, more human-looking creatures. It almost looks like a pale, blue-skinned version of you guys. So uh, only two arms. More than anything else. So it is different than the two paired, two-armed, two-paired arm creatures. Uh, Does it look like the boulder has fallen from somewhere near, or is it was it? Looks like just a skirmish battle. Maybe multiple people trampling through the ridge rock here, the boulders and stuff, knocking something askew on someone that had already fallen. Okay. Doesn't necessarily look like it rolled off the top of the pyramid or anything like that. Okay. Um, and it, the body has a more modern pair of boots on it. It's got like black leather boots. Uh, doesn't appear to have any belongings with him. Maybe stripped in the the spoils of war or something like that. Uh, but it looks like someone's certainly fallen in some sort of battle here at the base of the skirmish at the base of this pyramid. Anybody want some boots? What size are the boots? Medium humanoid sized. Well, that's all of us. <laughs> I know. It sounds like you guys got to fight for the boots. And they're leather, you said? Yes, black leather. Would that cause a hindrance in rolling? <laughs> Not that you're aware of. <laughs> they might make you quiet. Just so helpful. Uh, Medford just can't wear them. I don't think Dragon can either. I think his, his hairy feet would be a little too... Uh, I think it would be too tight of a fit. Colgrim puts them all. Okay. Colgrim steals the boots off the dead guy's feet. And you find yourselves at the base of this pyramid. The base is probably, oh, uh, 100 feet along each side. And it climbs up into the air uh, probably another 120 feet or so. What's the grade of the pyramid? Could we, like, walk up it or climb up it? Or? it it's You'd have to climb. It looks to be a relatively easy climb. Um, I've heard that before. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> you'd have to climb. But, I mean, it's not terribly difficult. It's pockmarked. Uh, you're thinking it'd be a relatively easy, you know, agility or strength check to climb up the side because it is angled and pockmarked. Let's walk the perimeter and see if there's any other features that we're not noticing. And otherwise, I say we... <laughs> Climb up or send Blueberry up to scout it out or something. Okay. Um, you uh, are able to walk around the perimeter of the pyramid. It seems nearly identical on every side of the pyramid. Uh, it seems like whatever skirmish happened happened more on the banner side of it. There's not really evidence of skirmish around on the other sides, per se. Uh, there are no more dead bodies or anything like that. 
uh, and you're able to circle back around to where the banner is at. Is it sitting on kind of like just a cliff, like it's surrounded with some ground area, but there's sheer cliff on the, you know... It's more like the ridge drops away from it. So uh, it's more or less, there's a ridge that went up, flattened at the top, and the pyramid's the highest thing. There's no cliff walls above it or anything like that. From any point around the pyramid, can we see anything like it in the far distance? Like as if it might have been a a signaling tower or... Some form of like relaying communication, maybe like that might be visible from that location. You, as you look from the top, you don't see another pyramid. However, you are fairly high up now, and you see that to the to the west of you are more rugged mountains. And it seems like the mountains are beginning to fall away to the east of you, and it sort of falls away to some hills. And way off in the distance, it's sort of hard to tell. It's a purple haze. Uh, there's looks like to be some sort of forest way far in the distance with the the mushroom looking trees mm-hmm. tops, and then way far off, as far as you can see, you think you see another set of mountains, but you're we're talking like hundred and you know a, a long way away. Like it's only like because not, of your not height. Not feasible to go say I want to go check out those other mountains. Not in a day's trip, no. Okay. I'll send Blueberry up to the top. Okay. Fly up to the top to check it out. Blueberry flies to the top, circles around, doesn't give any kind of alarm or anything like that. Can he fly into that opening? He can. Uh, And the opening sort of, it's actually open on either side from the east and west and is able to fly through and out the other side. Okay, I guess we'll climb up. After you. Yeah. Someone needs to go up with a grappling hook, maybe. <coughs> Who's going up first? Uh, how tall is it again to the opening? Ba- about, oh, to the opening, about 100 feet. Okay. Whole pyramid's about 120, 100 to the... We could put two ropes together, and if Nuni Klaus has the spell still, he may have lost it, I don't know, maybe he can cast Spider Climb for us? Yeah, I'll, I'll cast it. See, I forget how to play. I forget the rules of this game. It's been so long. <laughs> Feels like a long time. It does. And a 20 spider climb. Very nice. Uh, uh, okay, eat to do this willful, willful business. <clears throat> okay. Greater than 50 is no change to my luck. Less than 50 is a change. Okay, there's a change. And greater than 50 is a positive change. All right. Oh, wow, look at that. So nice. You got something to burn. D3. Burn it all away. One D3. Uh, one luck. Oh, the last time you got three, didn't you? Uh, I think so. Nice. Anyway, I got a 20 on my check. Okay. Spider climb. Would you Caster gains the actual climbing ability of a spider, even using gloves and carrying objects he can hang upside down. The caster moves at normal speed and needs never make a climb check. Okay. Noonie Klaus will take the rope and 
just go tear assing up the side of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Noonie Class goes up. It makes it look easy. Probably beckons to some of you guys. Like, come on, follow me. No, anybody gonna follow? That. He wouldn't do that. He's like he's up there just dancing around on one foot and stuff, hopping back and forth. He walks backwards up part of it a little bit. Used to look back. Walks on his hands. <laughs> it's so, an impressive spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> so Noonie Klaus gets up to this little looks to be alcove at the top of the pyramid. Um it's sort of a, a smooth metal. Uh, you can probably find an edge to hook the grappling hook to, though, to help the others. Um, we pulled it loose. <laughs> um, to hook the grappling hook to. And then while he's up there in the floor of this, uh, so you got this alcove, and the floor looks to have like a lead trap door. That blueberry. That's the base of it. So, like. As in, like, one that just leads into this pyramid. Correct. Okay. So, like, a... A Baptist will start climbing up. Yeah, Bong will okay. follow, or... Okay. Bong can wait till last, whatever's best for everybody. It's probably going to so take the rope, turns. It's easy to get people up to the top. Or not. Woo-hoo. And, <laughs> um... He just didn't want this to be a podcast about climbing again. Everybody died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One hour of people dying from climbing. <laughs> it's yeah. so exciting. <laughs> now, I had my fun with that, but, you know, you don't want to repeat that too often. We don't have any... You want to say you want us to save the ones for combat? I see how it the, is. Jones. The big worms I send after you guys, not a problem. Anytime I drop a rope in front of you guys, it's like a <laughs> TPK. <laughs> <laughs> I hired five guys, four guys for this adventure, and they all, except for Colgrim, they're all at the base of that tower. That's <laughs> still uh, So you see these lead doors in the base of the top of this pyramid. Mm. That How big is the promising? Door? Um, about four feet by three this? feet. Lead door, and it appears that it would open. Looks like outside, it would like correct. Looks like it would pull up. <clears throat> We're super strong. We throw it open. Okay. After Who's grabbing it? Uh, not my characters. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just grabbed it. All right, Bong, Bong grabbed it and threw it open. <clears throat> okay. Here it is. Have your fun, Jeffrey. A uh, horrendous. Uh, jolt of like electricity run through your body as you grab the door. The one place we don't check for I know, you guys move constantly on the trail. I tried. Nine points of electrical damage from touching the door. Feels good. That's a daisy right there. I kind of like that. He feels lighting you up. Got got the old hand buzzer. (laughs) Try it. Colgrim, try it. You got the boots on. Maybe they... <laughs> All right. Uh, that was just from him, like, touching it. It doesn't... Yeah, but he went up. Up. There's, like, a handle thing. He went up and grabbed it, and as soon as he grabbed it... It jolted like, him. Yeah. All right, let's grab a... Um, uh, think of this wooden like staffs or a 10-foot pole or anything? We, we should have a 10-foot pole, but do we think that this is magical lightning or electricity, or do we think it's maybe, like, something rigged? 
We could check the traps to see if we can't like have a random wire that might be sticking out somewhere. For- Mephrodis will check it out, look around, see if he understands what's going on. Mephrodis will roll to check the trap. Skull snitch. 22. Mephrodis isn't real sure what's going on. Oh. Baptist is distracted by the view. Is- <laughs> and Snitch is all like, what are you looking over there for? And Snitch finds uh, set in the northern wall of the pyramid, he actually finds a little like secret door, nook. Uh, it's only about uh, six inches by six inches. Uh, but behind there, he finds a uh, green like crystal similar to the crystal you found in the hangar. And someone can make an intelligence check. Uh, Jargon might take a look. Nooney class will take a look at that thing. Okay. Nooney and Mephrodis think that the door might be being powered or charged by the mechanism that the green crystals fit into. Do they, by chance, understand enough about it to know that someone's going to get shocked by trying to remove said crystal? The technology's not... They don't know. There's no chance that will It's magic. This is not technology. Just Perfect. I think Belagall should go ahead and try to remove the crystal. Where is it at? It's in a little nook. six inch by six inch nook to the north part of this. Uh... Mephrodis will remove it. Yeah, Mephrodis can grab it. Here. He feels it's safe. <laughs> Somebody left the generator on. Here. <laughs> so Mephrodis going to grab it and pull it out of there. Yeah. Okay. As he pull, you grab it and you pull it out of there. You don't get any kind of shock or anything like that. The green crystal sort of like grows brighter green and then fades to being dim. Hmm. It glows brighter green. What does that mean, Lick it. Klaus? Lick it. A seep is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it to your tongue. Uh, I would if it were, if it bong might do it, but Mephrodis would die. Um. Uh, Let's try the door. Okay. Who's going to touch it? Bong will touch it. Okay. With a 10-foot pole. <laughs> you do not get shocked. <laughs> uh. He lifts it open with a 10-foot pole. It seems locked. Doesn't budge. All right, Snish. You're up. Yeah. Um, is it locked or is it just heavy? Locked. Blocked? Or yep, locked? locked? Locked. L. Locked. Oh, locked. Okay. I was, yeah, I thought you were saying blocked. I was Sorry, like, well, no. hell. Locked. Baptist uh, will get in there and pick that junk, man. Okay. You notice, before you get in there, you notice there seems to be two locking mechanisms. There's one on the other side. So there's... So check the south wall. So, like, there's a handle like right here on the midpoint of the door but then there appears to be some sort of mechanism at the top and a mechanism at the bottom which one unlocked from the west side or south side rather the one that's like the one that's on the south part of the door 
Well, this is a, looks to be south side of the door is a locking mechanism, north side of the door is a locking mechanism, and east side is the handle that Bong grabbed and got shocked and then used the pole to try to move and found out it's not budging. Well, we'll just each try to pick a lock and Bong can be ready to pull it open when we get him. Well, let's go check the north alcove or whatever that was. Did removing the crystal not unlock the southern portion or the southern part of it? It didn't unlock. It seems to have made it not be electrified. Okay. Let's take the northern one. Well, there's only one alcove in the thing. The low alcove is where the green yeah, thing just, is more like a... So that was just for the, the shock part of it. That wasn't for the locks. Like, they're not electrical lock correct. locks or whatever. Right? Okay. The whole door seemed to have been electrified, and in removing the crystal, de-electrified it. Does there appear to be any means of, like, these crystals maybe touching those locks and, like, unlocking them? Is there, like, a keyhole or an indication of... An interaction surface with them. There's actually, it's hard to tell. Uh, you could try to put the green crystal in. It is sort of more of a round uh, spot in the in the locking mechanism, more so than a keyhole. But you're not sure if the crystal would unlock them or not. We have the crystals we found as well. So, yep, you do have that one too. Worst case scenario, green, You have two green crystal shards so far. You want to just try to put the crystals in there and see if it does anything, and if it doesn't, we'll just try to pick. Sure. Okay. The crystal slides in a little bit, uh, but it does not seem to do anything. You don't hear any clicks. You don't. You don't feel any machinery move or anything like that. Okay. Um, Snitch will do work on the north lock then, I guess. Okay. Seventeen. You feel pretty good about it, but you feel like. Yeah, you feel like you both need to work on the locks simultaneously to get them clicked open. So do another set of rolls. Mm-hmm. Simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Sure you know me, I love those right simultaneous there. locks. 20 on the north. Done. <clears throat> he need Baptist help after all. Well, Snitch sort of curses at Baptist for not pulling his weight and <laughs> his lock unlocked. Snitch is feeling like his would have come undone if Baptist had held up his end. So we need to do it again. Baptist hasn't rolled. Yeah, yeah. he rolled right in front of Snitch. He got 14. Oh. Alright. So, so try again. Yeah, try again. 18. 19. 19. Done. Okay, there you go. Baptist looks at Snitch like with a lot of disgust in his eyes. Are you guys satisfied with those rolls? Yes, they're satisfied. <laughs> Considering we're on an alien planet, I think so. Uh, Snitch is going to return the look of disgust to Baptist based on the fact that he's now no longer on his home planet. Right, y'all are all and this team, wasn't a part of the deal. Y'all are all on Team Bong. Y'all need to play like team players here. <laughs> team. There's no hashtag on this planet. Though, so. <laughs> Baptist uh, just licks his lips. <laughs> Hold out a little longer. You might get your wish. You might get to eat him and take back whatever space you open. Oh, he's so, gonna get eaten. Oh yeah. <laughs> so with the two of you working simultaneously, you both manage to pop the locks on this. You hear them both make a resounding click, and you believe you have the door open. Okay. Open her up, Bong. Bong throws it open. Okay. It's heavy, but it opens uh, with a lot of grunting. And it reveals a set of stairs that leads down into the center of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. 
can we see to the bottom of the stairs? Like how deep? Uh, looks well. When you open the door, there's sort of a hiss of air as this very like foul acidic <laughs> air is unleashed and gets vented out. Doesn't cause you guys any harm, but you just think whatever air was in here was pretty stale. Um, <clears throat> very acidic, even more so than the air that's surrounding you. And the stairs go down probably about 30, 40 feet, and then it's hard to see what's beyond. Mephrodus wants to check and see if there's, like, lead anywhere else other than, than the door. If there's what? Lead. Lead. Um, there does not seem to be anywhere else besides the door. Okay, so it's just the door, okay. Let's so fire the torch. If the air was old, though, that means that whatever came up here didn't get in, I would think, right? Unless they've been in there forever. Yeah, I mean, it seems like but, the, the, the door probably hasn't been open for at least, I mean, certainly not recently. Not as recent as the tracks on the path. Hey, exactly. Baptist is going to ask Blueberry to fly down into the hole and scout it out for us. Uh, Blueberry's heard cocks its head at you. Uh, she did a bird, Baptist. Baptist will ask it, ask it again. Please fly down in the hole. Seems very reluctant to fly down into the hole. Baptist something will, doesn't like something spooking it. Could have been the air swooshing out. Might feel uh, a little bit like a canary. Magnus will ask if there's what's uh, causing it to what's causing her to be so hesitant. Um, just uh, how long did your animal control last? Forever. I don't know. I don't think we did. We establish that. Six days. <laughs> we had, but I don't remember it. Here. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't it was remember. a while, wasn't it, though? It seemed like it was a while. It was several turns, if I recall correctly, right? It had to have been. Duration varies. What's typical? 20 to 23 for two hours. You think she just doesn't like the... Air, the, the acidic air spooked it. The acidic air. Yeah, yeah. The swoosh of air coming up that was foul smelling just doesn't give Blueberry a warm, fuzzy feeling. If Jargon's going to light a torch and hand it to Bob. If y'all have an hour to kill, <laughs> Mephrodus can cast Consult Spirit and see if he uh, can at least maybe get a good enough casting to catch any wandering spirit here that might tell us something about this. You guys want to hang out for an hour at the top of the pyramid before you cast your spell? Uh, uh, I'm probably going to lose it. It's a level three spell. I don't, I don't trust my casting ability. I don't trust those things not coming back. I mean, I, I, we can just... Yeah, I mean, if you want to cast it and people want to protect you, salt an extra planar spirit to make inquiries or pass on information. Or take it takes mind. an hour to cast? Yes. Do we want to, like, walk down the mountain and cast it down there? Uh, let's go on down. I mean, I think there's some... Yeah, I'm fine with going in there. I, I don't think we... I, I don't want, like, a bunch of those things to I, do a U-turn and come back or anything like that, you know what I mean? And I don't trust Mephrodus to cast a spell, so... Never trust Mephrodus to do anything. Nice. So, Jargon will light a torch and hand it off to Bong. Bong grabs it and like, walks down. 
<laughs> okay. So you start walking down. Um, Spilled wine all over Mephrodus. You got it coming. Babis will follow him. Nuni class. Babis and Nuni class will follow. So you move down, and I mean, the acidic air sort of it seems like the fresh air from above is sort of washing a lot of it out. Uh, so you feel like you're going to be okay as far as, you know, breathing and everything like that. That's good. And you come down into a chamber um, that has a low uh, platform in it. Um, there's lead gray ceilings uh, and floor, and there's the stairs that you just came down into the chamber in. And there's another set of stairs on the opposite side that go further down. Um, so... So you've got, I mean, let me scroll down just a little bit more. Oh, there's that map. So you've got this chamber, like a raised platform in the middle here. There's stairs that you came down, like that. And then there's stairs that seem to lead oh, deeper into the pyramid off to the other side. So you say lead gray, but it's not actually lead, or it is lead? Um, it's some sort of metal. You're not sure if it's lead like you have back on your planet or not, but the pyramid's still sort of made of metal. Would Belagal be able to distinguish the metal type? Uh, maybe. Is it valuable? Some type of, uh... Oh, do a... <clears throat> type of construction of this is this. Jeffrey. I mean, his dwarf bits could certainly, his dwarf traits could certainly apply to the check to give him. You want like, like an a, intelligence roll? Yeah, do like an intelligence roll, and then we'll throw him some bonus points for being a dwarf and uh, just being familiar with stonework and architecture in general. So you want me to roll below my intelligence? No, we'll treat it like a DC, so D20 plus your intelligence modifier plus a plus a plus three bonus for dwarf knowledge. Well, it's a 19 on the roll, so whatever your bonuses are, too, for That's cool. dwarfing uh, dwarf and steam here. Belagal <laughs> thinks the... Uh, <laughs> that the metal certainly has lead-like qualities, though he's not sure if it's all pure lead. But it definitely seems to have lead-like qualities. Are there any, like, paint chips on the ground that he can eat? <laughs> Please. <laughs> so, Mephrodus' spider sense is telling him that this is something to keep out flying. is actually curious, too. Like, do I smell any gold anywhere? Do I smell loot in this um, temple? <laughs> You What's do not this? smell gold in here. I mean, I'll tell everybody else that. Like, there's no gold here. You know what we're doing here. <laughs> He's going to get increasingly upset as we go further in. <laughs> Before we go any further, what are we doing in here? This we is a good place to go. There was was weird. there was nothing else to the what was it west other than like rockier mountains from the the one camp, right? Like there was. Correct. Off to the to the west, it was even steeper, more rugged mountains. To the east was a hills fading off the plains to forest to another much larger to another large set of mountains off to the. And the only other place that we would have been able to travel or check out would be to go back down into the stairway to go further down on the other side, as opposed to where we came up. 
Well, didn't Correct. we have like a, a worm blocking our path or something from that? Or not? What, what was that question? No. Down, there was like a stairway going up and a stairway going down. Didn't we kill a worm or something that blocked our path? Or was that back through the tunnels? It didn't block your path, but on the way up the stairway to the north, yeah, you fought a worm on the way up. Okay. But it didn't block the path. It did fall out of its hole and almost crush somebody. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, okay. So what was in this room? Um, there's the raised platform in the middle. Platform. Um, it's a darkened room, raised platform in the middle. Um, there's the lead gray ceiling, uh, and floor, which Belagos deemed, if not lead, it certainly has lead-like qualities. Uh, the air is slowly being replenished from the fresh air from above. Uh, and then there's the set of steps off to the far side. All right. Can we see any glowing crystals in the darkness? You don't see any. What you see is you don't see any crystals in this room. However, from these set of the stairs down, um, you see dim flashes of an emerald light. And a faint intermittent buzzing seems to come from that direction down the stairs. And the flashing of the emerald light seems almost timed with the intermittent buzzing. But you only see and hear that if you're near the stairs over here now, to the west. from our experience, Bong will go shine the torch on the uh, the platform and all that other things, if there's any kind of markings or whatever. Okay. But from our experience, uh, do we recognize that buzzing? Does it sound familiar to the uh, uh, caveman adventure we did? What was it called? Uh, Frozen the time. time. Frozen time, yeah. Not really. Buzzing sounds a little different. Okay. <clears throat> what does Bong see when he shines the light on the raised platform? Seems to just be a plain platform. Nothing sitting on it. No kind of markings. No kind of uh, moving parts or anything. No, there's nothing. Are there any seams like this might be? Uh, you could slide the lid off of it or anything. Um, there do not appear to be any seams or any kind of lid or anything like that. If Belagal taps around on the pedestal, it, the raised platform, it seems pretty solid, made of metal. That's rather strange. What does it look like? What's on the ceiling? Plain uh, metal ceiling, the same material lead of the like the floor, okay. lead like metal that the floor is made of. Are the surfaces kind of dusty since they've been sitting for so long? Yeah, I mean, they certainly seem like they've been sitting here for a while. Does it look uh, like something may have been sitting or stood on the pedestal and it's no longer there? Do a search check for searching for prints on the pedestal itself. Oh, would that be like intelligence? or? Yeah. Mephrodis will help. Nope. 22. There you go. Crit 22. Yeah, I know everything. Just give me the book, Jeffrey. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey's making this up as he goes along <laughs> in a book uh, Jargon sees from the light that Bong's got holding uh, humanoid footprints on or, or on and around the dais here, the, the platform Are any of them facing a particular direction like as if they were to be going yeah. and walked across it to go downstairs or... It, it looks like they start right here in the middle, mm -hmm. and they very faintly, it's hard to follow because you miss them every once in a while across this floor. Crap. But it looks like prints 
walked off of the platform and into the steps that lead back up the way you came. I'm guessing this is a teleportation thing. Like a means of travel. That would be my guess as well. I'm not stepping on it, though. Belladol jump up there. Yes. Go for it, Belladol. You know, and on that note, you guys sort of probably saw a similar, though not identical, pedestal to this uh, in Frozen in Time. If you remember that pedestal. There was a pedestal in there that was... uh, would have probably been similar to this. Though this one has no markings whatsoever. Where where was that pedestal? I'm sorry. Frozen in time. Uh, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. There you go. There was, a, <laughs> there was another pedestal. Hashtag Team Bong is in full effect right now. And <laughs> you guys ran into it just as like the place where you could get the crash. And you guys didn't get a whole lot of time to explore and investigate because the... the, the power reactor that kept that whole place stable was starting to blow up, so you guys were fled out of there rather quickly. Was it like the tombs? Like the last room you went into before that place was disintegrated, the, with the Will you saw like a pedestal in there. With like the... Very, platform very similar to this one. Was that where the... The last they room would. we went into, we went into a room where there were a bunch of animals that we had to kill, correct? Correct. It wasn't right that room. in the middle... And, like, if we release them, or, I don't remember how it went hurt. Here, let me see. I can give a better description. So is there, like, a time hopper in here? Is that what they were called? So there was a 20-foot diameter raised platform in this room. What happened in that room? 20-foot. Yeah, you guys... Made it into this room, you would have seen it, but you had very little time to investigate because the place was starting to come down around your ears at that point. Uh, Oh, I know what you're talking about now. But it was like the very last, you would have heard the description of the 20-foot diameter raised platform. It stands about a foot high. Uh, That one had a hexagonal pattern of metallic plating, and it had a series of dim blue lights running around the platform circumference. This one obviously is much more plain and nondescript, but it had a similar appearance. You're not sure if it was identical because you really didn't get a chance to investigate what that other one was all about. But you have seen a similar contraption. Mm. <clears throat> and we only see just humanoid prints. It's Bill Galgan. Correct. You see a single set of humanoid prints. What were you going to say, Aaron? Sorry about that. Is Bill Galgan to climb up there? Yeah, Bill Galgan climb up there. Okay. Uh... Belgo climbs up there and nothing happens. Nothing happens? Crap. Hops up and down on top of it. <clears throat> nothing happens. He sure is very solid metal. Definitely not. Let's hollow. keep going down. It's broken. Let's keep going. <clears throat> Stupid thing. Kick it. <laughs> it's worse than a scroll. <laughs> is Belgo going to pee on this too? Do it, Belgo. There you go. Yeah, he is going to pee on it. Man, he has so much liquid. <laughs> he, can, he can pee where he needs to pee. I think we need to housebreak the door. <laughs> can't, can't house train a door. <laughs> you can try. <laughs> <laughs> as, he's, as he's hopping off the pedestal after peeing on, he's like, I don't even smell any gold here anyway. I just want to go home. Someone just smacks my nose with a newspaper. <laughs> we all no. want to go home, by the no. <laughs> 
So nothing happens save for Belagol feeling very relieved. <laughs> and yeah, I guess you've got the steps. Okay, who's going first? Where are we going? Downstairs. Down yeah, the steps. Bong will go first. Okay, so you guys head down the steps, and these metal stairs open into a circular domed chamber dominated by an ornate golden throne. Mm-hmm. A gaunt, withered man sits atop the throne, little more than a skeleton with its flesh stretched tight. His head is thrown back, frozen mid-scream. Hundreds of bright silver threads stretch from his gaping maw, waving slowly in the gloom before fading through the ceiling. Uh, A short gray pedestal hovers before the throne. Atop the pedestal is a crystal shard limed with dying emerald light. So pretty much you've got, looks to be some old skeletal being man in a throne. These silver threads come out from his mouth and go up into the ceiling which coincidentally happened to be below the uh, uh, platform above um, and you see a short pedestal in front of the throne that has a crystal shard lined with a fading dying emerald light the shard looks similar to the other shards you've picked up so do any of the uh, silver threads coming from his mouth touch the uh, um the crystal? No, none of them touch the crystal. Is it safe for us to walk through without touching those threads? Yes, you can navigate your way. Most of it sort of goes up and up into the air, so it's not like a tangled spider web of a room just up towards the ceiling. What yeah, you can navigate the, the room. What do the threads look like? Have we ever seen any seen its likeness before? Does it remind this us of a spider? This looks no, this looks completely different. You've not seen silver threads like this or Anything like that. And they're coming out of his mouth and just to the ceiling. Going to up. The ceiling. Yep. If the wizard types or cleric types want to make intelligence checks. <clears throat> well, they're doing that. The, the crystal you said was like a fading and like almost dying crystal light. Yes. Like it's either used all the way up or almost used all the way up. How large um, is the crystal compared to the ones that we've found so far? Very similar in size. Looks to be a shard. Do any of ours appear to be stronger in nature, as in they have a higher rate of charge? The one you found um, inside the hangar seems to be uh, stronger. Mm-hmm. We could possibly wake something up. Um. Mephrodus and sort of examining and taking in the room, uh, he's starting to piece together that these crystals must power something, like not just what's in this room, but other technology on the planet, other things. Um, other things on the planet. You're thinking there's some sort of power source. Are we in the atmosphere factory, Jeffrey? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want to mess with this. Um. <laughs> the, the 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 silver strands do they go up into the ceiling or they just yep. they go up and meet the ceiling and you're not sure if they continue on or if they or, or what Looney Klaus is going to climb up there he got five turns on the spider climb so. okay Memphis is going to examine the corpse hopefully a corpse okay what's Looney Klaus going to check he's out he's going to climb up to where the silver strands are going up into the ceiling Okay, so 
they look like they meet and most likely go into the ceiling. And the positioning seems to be that they're underneath the pedestal that was in the room prior. So it's almost like something from this is feeding that platform above. Okay. And there's... Uh, Let's change out the crystal and fire up that platform. There's hundreds of these silver threads, so... You know, it's not like there's just a handful of these. There's like hundreds of these things. You gonna try to swap the crystal out? I mean, uh, I want to consult with the group. I think that's probably gonna do something with that platform that we yeah. just passed. Is Let's there, check out the old geezer first. Yeah. What does he look is like? It, is there any door or anything also in this room? There is no other exits in the room other than the stairs that you came uh, down. No, this is it, man. Uh the. The man on the throne is uh, gaunt. He's withered away. Uh, his skin's, you know, almost mummified. Uh, humanoid? Yes, humanoid. Probably more akin to the pale blue uh, humanoid you saw, though you can't tell if his skin was that color or not. I mean, but he looks much more human than alien. Does he have any treasure on him? Um, he just wears... Uh, pretty much all all the stuff that is on him is pretty much rotting, but it was probably at one time a very nice robe okay. with a sash, but it's time has sort of been rough to the clothing. Was there anything in the books that Mefford has found about this planet about this Zoom. thing? Yes. Another intelligence check, Mephrodis. Either he knows it or he doesn't. Question, how much does he remember? He remembers everything. He knows there was an interest by both of the wizards, Amerikal and Arakark, in portals. Portals, okay. Yeah, let's... Uh, All right, we're going to fire this thing up. We're going to get on that platform, and we're going to go to some kind of weird, weird, strange place. <laughs> Can't be worse than this place. Uh, not wood. <clears throat> Baptist will tell Blueberry better get down here. You don't want to get left behind. He uh, calls from the top. Are there any other features? Reluctantly. Other than the... What does the Golden Throne look like? Golden Throne is just rather ornate um, uh, throne. It's got various carvings. Nothing that seems to be in particular. Uh, it's it, dusty. It, uh, looks like it's been here for a long time as well. Is it actually uh, gold? Is it what? Actually gold? Um, it appears that way. What does Belagall think about it? It didn't. Yeah, set I off didn't his, smell this. Or, yeah, I didn't, didn't smell this earlier. His, yeah, it didn't set off his treasure hunting nose. Nudie class, do you want to make an intelligence check too? Uh, yeah, sure. Fourteen. Baptist will scrape a little bit of that gold on that uh, throne with his dagger. It's gonna scrape a little bit. See if it's. Uh, a couple flakes come off. They hold it up to Belgal's face. <laughs> he snorts the flakes gold. Yeah, he rolls up a dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like real gold. He's not sure why his detection didn't ping on this. This is gold, dwarf. This is gold. You're not sure if it has to do with the alien planet that messed something up? Or what? So there's still or if it's a slightly different composition. There's still like a emaciated figure sitting in the throne. Yes, there is. Does he got anything on him, like crown or jewels or anything like that? No crown or jewels. He the robe he's wearing was probably at one time very elegant, but the it, things have 
uh, been cruel to it. So no, no, no scepter or anything like that. No ring. No scepter. No ring. Dwarf who can't smell gold. That's what I don't understand. This is that space gold. It's better than that space opium. Yeah. It's not this old geezer out of his throne and what is throw it in the bag. Belagall gets up and sits in the figure's lap. Be careful not to break those threads, please. Yes, please. Mucking around with that. Nothing happens when you do that. I want anything to be broken. But some of the threads do jiggle when you like make an agility check. Oh, oh gosh. Wait a second. Why, why do we not want the threads to break? That's our ticket out of it's here. Hook, it's hooked to that thing. We're going to fuel up this crystal, the, and this what? dude's going to, like, yeah, bump forth nuclear energy into that whatever teleportation platform. Get away from that drone, dwarf. You don't know what <laughs> oh, you're doing. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's a five. <laughs> Dang it, dwarf. <clears throat> so... One of these, as you sit up there, one of these silver threads gets pulled a little too tight. And, like, you hear the Mephrodus and Nuniklaus just groan as one of them, like, pulls free. And this ball of, like, electrical built-up energy that most likely was flowing from the maw of this emaciated figure into the ceiling must have been holding amounts of energy. So everybody make a reflex save that's in the room? No. No. Oh, man, that is everybody. Too. Just Belagall. <laughs> everybody Damn. but Blueberry. We're D24, right? Uh, it says checks D24 while on this planet. Physical checks, yeah, that's cool. Awesome. See that lawyer right. and pays off. Travis got a 20. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Santa's got a 24. It would really help if I typed it in the correct chat box. All it? right. Mephrod is a spell burn. And Belagall's got a 25. And Ada's negative is a 26. One, right? Damn. Man, you guys are all over. Uh, it's a good snitch here. So, 21 for snitch. Okay. Is Nuni Klaus the only one that didn't beat a 15? I haven't rolled any. <laughs> it seems like it. <laughs> yeah, Matt, anything. Oh, wait, Belagall didn't either, right? Memphis no, he got, got a, a, I got a 24 and a 25. Oh, okay. Bang, who rolled a. Oh, no. So, Nuni Klaus is on the ceiling, don't forget. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Colgram has an 18, and Bong has a 24. Okay. Damn. I didn't anyone, that more did not, anyone that did not beat a 15 takes 16 points of damage. Oh, lordy. Everyone that? else takes 8 points of damage. Oh, God. Damn. Lame. Oh. I protest. <laughs> I'm assuming since... Any class is at zero. Oh, crap. Didn't you start singing some Lyle Richie? What a feeling when he's dancing on the ceiling. I'm assuming that Belagall, uh, because he rolled a 25, deftly rolled off that chair, and I won't have to roll again to not break anything to get off of it. I'm fine with that. And anybody that wants to beat up the dwarf now is the time, because he's only got two hit points left. <laughs> Sergeant's going to spit on him. Sure. He's not going to beat him up. He's just going to spit on him. 
I don't know. Ball might kill him. I think Baptist is thinking about killing him. <laughs> <laughs> right, Baptist so, has been has been hungry, and you know, dwarf is a delicacy in some he in some is countries. Very hungry. So um, Snoosh is almost down. Jargon's hurting pretty good. Noonie class right. is at zero. Yeah, get Noonie up. We need, we need that magic missile. So Santa's going to smack Belagall in the back of the head really, really hard. Zero's unconscious, right? But not dead. Right, Jeffrey? Yeah, did you meet Zero or go under I, Zero? And I, this is... I met Zero. I had 16 hit points. I think that's just unconscious, right? I, heck, I don't know. You're trying to lawyer yeah, me, though. Don't look it up. It's unconscious. Yeah, whatever. Now we have to look it up. Smash trying to pull fast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a second. Is Nui Klaus on the ceiling? Well, don't, that's don't the scary jet, part. Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that is the bad part. Is it? But I mean, spider climb. I think he's just stuck to it. He's just still standing. Yeah, he's on the ceiling, unconscious. <laughs> he looks like Luke Skywalker. On he cannot Hulk, fail you know a climb mean? check, even if he's dead. He cannot fail a climb check. Does the spell persist? I mean, those are the questions we got to answer, right? Uh, I'm depending on you as a judge. On next week's episode, of spell fairly and accurately by not letting him die. In, in any case, Santa's standing directly under him and will catch him in his gently healing arms if he were to fall. Okay. With Bong's help. <sighs> I would say with spider-like reflexes, he was able to, you know, re-roll. But that's that's just me, because spiders can be tough to kill, you know. For a game with no rules, we spend a lot of time looking up rules. <laughs> <laughs> So the question is, does Noon Klaus need recovered or what? I'm pretty cool to just hand wave the uh, falling bit. And, just, of course, then it would make it easier than we know how it plays. I mean, it can't be that. Does he even take damage from the fall? Well, even One if he does. 6 heck yeah, he does. It depends on how tall the ceiling is. Even, ceiling. Even, even if he does. Well, that, that answers the question, damage. then. He's below zero now. And it but doesn't it matter. It would answer the question. <laughs> so long as I heal him within as many rounds... Like, as far as I understand, in DCC, you don't go into negative hit points. Like, you just no. go below zero. And if you're below zero, then you only have X amount of rounds as your level before you get healed. Oh, uh, right. a character or monster dies when it reaches zero points. So, yeah, he uh, dies, so spell is canceled, takes another, which doesn't matter because you can't go negative. But six points of damage from the ball. <laughs> no, 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 no. The spell is not canceled. It's still effective. It's still active. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Look at the look at the spell check. Nothing. He cannot yeah. fail a spell check. So so that's a fifteen on a heal check from Santh. I'm gonna quote from this. Go back to um. go back to Spider Climb. <laughs> he cannot fail a spell check. Even if he's dead, he cannot fail it. Aaron. Yeah, Nudie Klaus is uh he's he's chaotic, correct? He's chaotic. All right. I don't know why I keep asking that question to you guys. I should just but know. But when he's dead, now. he is neutral. We should just uh, make an Excel sheet for you. He's got three. I just really need to know who's neutral because <laughs> there's nobody that's lawful. <laughs> you got three hit points. So and jargon. You got three hit points back. I want to protest. This, and you take one can. point of stamina damage. Okay. Well, either way, uh, either way, he's uh, dead. It doesn't matter, right? Right, and that's the thing. He hit zero. So he died with that. The benefit of this is that it didn't happen during combat. So we now, what I think is funny is Newton Klaus will probably magic missile the heck out of Belagol. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. 
<laughs> you know, what happens on Zoom stays on Zoom. <laughs> Maybe even Belagall. I don't know if anybody else's picture of Jargon is frozen or a picture of Adam, but his it's frozen with his hand up. Did he drop? Is he still hanging no, out there? He's I'm still here. He's chewing. I just, I just love that you're... Your your photo is frozen with your hand I'm up. Happy I'm happy to freeze while I was taking a bite of my banana. That'd be more embarrassing. <laughs> uh, how many so, healing potions do we have? Oh, that's a good question. We have a bunch of potions. We used one, the animal control. There were two healing potions, correct? There was two. Baptist drank one when we were testing it because he needed the hit points, and then I believe Bong drank one when he was charging at the throne or the uh, the chair there. And the yeah, the they've both been drank the healing potions. Those were the vitality potions, though. I thought. So we have. So, my knowledge, you guys were out of healing potions. So we're dependent on sand. What were the other two potions? There's actually you guys have six potions hanging around. Yeah, one was invisibility. One was uh, like super jumping, pretty much. Yep. And uh, then oh, here they are. Uh, jump to the moon. Rejuvenate. Didn't feel anything for the light blue. Brown was exert control over blueberry. Uh, yeah, that's been used. The white misty was a invisibility potion. That was yeah. So what were the two that didn't do anything, that we didn't feel anything? The healing potions? You drank them. They were the healing potions. Okay. And you guys drank, because I haven't crossed off on my list. Okay. So the ones I don't have crossed off are the jumps of the moon, the one that was a light blue, and then the one that made you think you're going to go invisible. Baptist is going to tell Belagall to go sit on the platform and don't get up. <laughs> Go sit up there and wait. He says on the throne? No. No, no. I can never <laughs> the platform. Go, Go to starts, the room. He starts, he starts moving towards the throne again. <laughs> throne? Grab him and turn him towards the stairs. just pushes him down. Stab him 16 <laughs> times in the stomach. Go upstairs and sit on the platform. <laughs> And wait there. Belagall gets like a like a sad kid fat lip, like the little pouting <laughs> face. And he walks up the stairs and he, he goes and he sits on the platform. And don't touch anything. As he walks by Snish, Snish glares at him and then spits at him. But it just so happens to be blunt because he's that badly injured. <laughs> Sand gives him a kick in the ass on the way up, too. Man. If I would have known we were going to be on this goddamn planet, I would have brought somebody else. <laughs> Jargon will only admit to Ooh, missing. Garlic. Snitch is about what? 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 Snitch. He's chaotic. What? Um. He's chaotic. How many? Um. How many levels he got? He's a uh, second. Ooh. And you're a rogue. Yes, sir. Oh God. <laughs> well, there's two more hit points. Hey, I'll take anything I can get. Uh, if he dies, we don't have to pay him. That's about the only benefit. Yeah, he's getting a full share, right? Or a half share, half share. He was getting no share. I, I remember now. <laughs> he gets the same share that everybody gets. Wasn't it like 10%? They only said 10%, I thought. He got the first half. He already got his payment for the initial setup. It was half 
when Bat met him, and that's when he showed up, and then he gets what? like 10% of the total cut. He's getting that. That was Colger, my honestly. I was say, what's, what's Belagall getting in this thing? I think Nothing. he's in for like, yeah, I mean, you guys just need to kill him off. He came with Sam. He's your, he's your guy. I don't know how much he's my guy anymore. So could Jargon like walk up to him and pretend like he's going to give him a nice little pep talk and then stab him like he's prison shanking? Like could that be a possibility? Hey man, like, whatever happens happens. It's okay, Belagall. Things happen. Shank, shank, shank. Walk away as he's wiping the blade off on his pants. <laughs> is that a very neutral thing to do, Jargon? In this group, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does anybody else need some healing while I'm at it? <sighs> Yeah, they need Klaus. Yeah, you want? Yes, they get it. There you go. There it is. Um, that's a nice. Oh, it is. Yeah. The best I can do is 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 two though. I mean, like even that is still one under what I need to heal three. So you get two dice back, and it's three more hit points. Mm. Keep it coming. <laughs> I don't think I'm under the effects of a do what the hell you guys say anymore. But Sand feels bad that he brought he feels bad that he brought Belladol along with him. All right, so that's a that's a fail. It's not a disapproval, but um, but it does make my disapproval go up. So the next time I roll a four, your disapproval doesn't go up. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. No. Oh, awesome. Too far, he's too far removed from money right now. I mean, you still get disapprovals. It's just at a slower pace. I'm keeping track. All right. Well, then in that case, son of a bitch. This D14 thing has got to end, Jeffrey. This is not cool. <laughs> Let's find the, There's three, the local three more dog. hit points for Nudie Klaus. Oh, no. This is like the longest you guys have been resource starved for like... I mean, <laughs> this is every game. We're always like this. <laughs> We're always like this. Does uh, the Adam does Snitch need some more hit points too? Snitch is at five. Jargon's at nine, which is for Snitch or Jargon. That's fifty percent. So he's all right. But Snitch could probably use another bump if you can give it to him. And then see the better he tries space opium again right in front of everybody. Did yeah. Did Nooney Klaus see that he got another three hit points? Yes, he did. From from okay. There's well, another near uh, death from that. Only Nooney class. You said you, you said snitch is chaotic. Is that right? Yes, yes, sir. All right. Well, he gets ten back. He is feeling right as rain. There you go. Anybody else? Colgrim could use a hit. And but then again, I don't Col- mind losing him. So Bong is Colgrim's down. been begging on Sanf all day. Bong is down seventeen. Colgrim's a warrior, right? Yeah. He gets eleven back. Awesome. He's full. Let's change the crystal out. Jeffrey, that's um, another fail. Okay, still not in disapproval yet. All right. There we go. Bong's chaotic, right? No, he's neutral. Oh, he is? Yeah. The sea boys, it pays to be neutral. You get more healing when you're neutral. That's right. 23 hit points for Bong. Sweet, he's full. Santa's just on a tear. His spillover goes to somebody else. Yeah. Um, Baptist or Nooney Klaus will take some <laughs> if you're still doling it out. Well, let me get um, Jargon here. I want to make sure he gets taken care of. Jargon, what's a what's a halfling's hit dice? Is it D6? D6. 
Jarden gets nine. Bam, he is right to full. Alright. I'm gonna... Man, nine full. We're gonna see if Sans can heal himself. <clears throat> this will probably be a wicked fail. Sweet. No, it's not wow. too bad. Sans hey. is on fire. Don't call him this chain heal. You should never roll a d20 again. It should have been a minus 3d. <laughs> well, you know... <laughs> This is, yeah, this is like some type of weird clerical circle jerk or something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Sans up to full. How, how far down is Baptist? He is at half, he's at half strength. He's got 16. All right. Let's get, um, all right, that's, is that disapproval, Jeffrey? That is a disapproval. Mm. All right, sweet. And that actually equals my disapproval thing, so I have to roll. Oh. Dang, damn it. The, 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 uh, the roll has ended. What did we say, Jeffrey? I'm rolling I'm rolling 3d4. I'm rolling Correct. whatever the die result is. 3d4, yep. All right. Poo. That is his real. He didn't get any healing. <laughs> I think he's gonna he's gonna stroll up the stairs. <laughs> oh man, that's that's gonna be wicked. Oh, that's gonna be wicked. Dang. Oh, well, that's loses really access good. to one randomly determined first level spell. Um, I've got them written in a row, Jeffrey. Okay. Dar- darkness detect magic protection from evil second sight holy sanctuary and food of the gods. So I'll just okay. roll one d six. Okay. Detect magic, of course. Oh, the one that I actually use. I don't know. Food of the Gods would have been more fun. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, we might actually need that later on. We're going to be eating dwarf later on. You better Maybe. hurry. <laughs> it's not going to last long. <laughs> Is there anything we need to resolve there, Baptist? Oh, if you stroll up the stairs? <laughs> Did you pick up your Is he sitting on the platform? Yeah, yeah he's sitting fail. on the platform. Or I assume he is. It's up to Dustin, actually. So is it safe um, to say that with Baptist being a cannibal and all, if he were to eat Belagall, would he then gain some hit points back? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Just like when you guys eating a loaf of bread. So is he sitting on the platform? Yeah, he's just sitting right there. He's kind of whistling to himself. Kicking his feet back and forth. Yeah, Baptist is going to backstab him. Are you serious? <laughs> yep. Don't do it, <laughs> Yeah. Wait a second, wait a second. If he's got a... If he's got a <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be like some initiative thing here or something, man. All right, this is that's, where the chaotic party starts breaking down. This point That's right the backstab right there. That's for being a punk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm pretty sure that hit. Oh, <laughs> man. Eight damage. All right, what'd you do when you critted him? Fuck crit. Bong notes. I gotta, I gotta. Baptist is loose cannon. Uh, what have I got here? I'm rolling a d20. Foe days by ferocious attack. His speed and actions are reduced by half. Is he still up? Oh, he's fucking dead, dude. He's like so dead. Baptist starts carving him up. <laughs> and eating that punk. It's been days, days since he's anything to eat. It's been a day and a half. 
<laughs> he hasn't killed any, eaten anybody in a while. Actually, he didn't. He didn't eat that wizard that killed. He didn't uh, eat the wizard. This is good though. This means I don't have to write that biography information. For <laughs> <laughs> he did me a favor. Madness is gonna be eating dwarf. Don't do anybody else any favors, please, Aaron. <laughs> Oh, um, what make sure. Friend, what did he have on him? That's just exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> um, he's got that that shield shaped like in the in the manner of a screaming woman. <laughs> and then, so that I mean, that's something we picked up in the tower, like a shield shaped like a screaming woman. Um, he's got fifty foot of rope, a backpack, a water skin, a small hammer, um, studded leather. And four hand axes and a broom. Oh, and he's got that. He's <laughs> you got guys the, burned the broom, didn't you? Yeah, actually, yeah, we did burn the broom. Um, he's got that skull with the history and properties of gems. That magic oh, yeah. skull that we picked up. Ooh, yeah. Make sure you make sure you get that one. That was going to be really hand, handy if he ever smelled any gems, but he got killed. He got murdered before that happened. Yeah, he got murdered. He got murdered. He, he had three gold on him too. <laughs> what did you say? He killed himself when he sat on that throne. He's got a he's got three gold pieces on him too. I had three gold. <laughs> okay. Make sure you bring make sure you bring that backpack with the water skin, the hammer, and the fifty foot of rope, and bring back that screaming woman shield. Put that all into the bag of holding. Bag of holding. And if somebody can use those hand axes, like he's got four hand axes too, those were pretty handy. It, it never hurts for me to have a couple spares because those are my man. Madness is going to carve his beard off and you're going to give that to Jargon to wear. Yes. Jargon will put it into his backpack. He's going to fashion a sweater out of it when we get back. And I'll wear it like a beard. Oh, I could do put that too. Ha- put it on your face. <laughs> Bomb. Shakes his okay, head and voices his disapproval of this. Santa's is, <laughs> is just like... That was like two hits that we're going to have to soak up now because you killed this guy. You would have taken one and would have been dead. You're on the front line now, Baptist. You're on the front line. <laughs> Are we going to change out the gyms? Santa's kind of looking around like, looks over at Mefford and is like, I wonder if I should keep Evil in the hirelings. <laughs> Seems kind of <clears throat> anathema to the rest of the group. <laughs> so, uh, not to rub salt in the wound, but don't you have a disapproval to roll? No, I did. That was the I lost the one spell. Yeah. Unless you that D fourteen yeah. plus five. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did. I did roll again right after I rolled. Yeah, never mind. That one doesn't. It? Never mind. That one doesn't count yet. I was going to heal Baptist, but he wasn't there anyway, so I don't even think that roll should count. I don't he was that. out stabbing Belagall. I don't that's what, He went upstairs after you failed the healing. That's the straw that broke the camel's back. Well, I know, but I was going to heal you again. You didn't stick around. Yeah, he didn't have time to wait on Be- because he, was like, he was mad. Because of your negligence, I failed that roll, too. I was I like your I negligence. I a favor. <laughs> I feel like I should be thanking me, really, instead of being so, about to. So, give me an intelligence. I think. and Nooney class another intelligence check, and also one from Sant. Maybe, like, killing Belagol on that pedestal might have been a good thing. Maybe there's some blood on there, it'll do something now. 16. Mephrodus knows what's going on. 
Three. Santa, Santa got a damn clue. Santa's still like trying to figure out, make heads or tails or whatever, Belagol. <laughs> he, he's like, Belagol's gone. Like, I think you killed my lucky dwarf, you bastard. <laughs> Jargon's gonna console Santh while wearing Belagol's beard on his face. Santh just, Santh just looks down into Jargon's like understanding. Solaceful blue eyes. I don't know if you've got blue eyes, but he's Santa got blue eyes, actually. Yeah, you really okay. told Santa's just staring down into your blue walls, and he's like, "Why? He killed my lucky dwarf. I can't believe he killed my lucky dwarf." He'll stroke the beard and say, "Sometimes it's just people's time to go." So, Mephrodis, having seen now how some of those strands worked, uh, you know, when one of them got broken, having seen some of the other events happen, having a little bit of time to think about it, has started to piece together that somehow this pedestal is tied into this uh, gaunt skeleton figure in the throne who has opened these... um, like astral streams to other places and other other worlds and whatnot, and that likely these strands speed up into the pedestal up above, and these green shards and green stones you've been finding likely power uh, the energies to to allow people to use these astral streams. Now the one that's as you've seen more and more of these shards, you're thinking more shards would make one large green stone. So you're not sure whether partial shards or a small number of shards would power this portal up. Uh, but you do think that's how the mechanism works, that it needs these green stones. How many or whether it needs a full and complete one, because you don't feel like those shards you've seen so far are a full and complete Greenstone. They look like fragments that are useful in and of themselves, but probably aren't as of great power as a complete shard would be. So we've got. But you're thinking it either takes shards. any number of green shards or a full greenstone to power this portal up. At which point, one of these astral streams could potentially take you back to. And you, you also think that some of the things that didn't make sense to you in some of the readings you've done out of. Uh, uh, some of the uh, the readings from Americals and the Eric Hark stuff uh, are making sense. Th- they might have known these secrets of travel, and it uh, even the green stones themselves might have been valuable to them for some reason. All right, so we have the book with us in the uh, uh, bag of holding, correct? Yeah, I would think so. Let's if, if it's cool with everybody else. Let's spend a little while looking at the book, see if we can make more sense out of this. So what, do we have any idea of like how many green stones will we need to power this? To how about you ask that after you read more of the book? Okay, we we'll do that. We read hey, the book, um, then we ask it. While he's while he's reading the book, didn't we grab some other skulls that we didn't hold? Like, what? Didn't we have some more skulls from that room that we actually didn't get a chance to read yet? Yeah, we threw pretty sure we did. There. I thought we swept in like six or eight of them. How many did we get before the thing came loose? Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember for sure how many you got. It wasn't a whole lot because it didn't take long for one of you guys to hit one of the 
trap skulls that set off all the other skulls. But yeah, there's probably like four others that you didn't. Uh, and here, Reed, did you did you want to? Yeah, let's do it while they're doing the books. Yeah, while they're doing that, I want to. I'm gonna first of all, I'm gonna read Belagall's skull and take it from Baptist. It's like you killed my lucky dwarf. Give me that skull. Okay, so you got the properties of gemstones. Uh, Mephrodis is going to study the tomes more while you guys figure out some of these other skulls. So go ahead and four d10 rolls mm-hmm. separately. Oh, four. Uh, who wants to help you out with that? Okay, Sant's definitely uh, going to do one. Baptist or New Class, you guys want to get in on this? Yeah, Baptist will. Yeah, just a one d10 roll. You said Jeffrey. Yep, a one d10 roll. So Jargon's got a fourth. And Santa has a sixth. Two. Santa will do the last one. Yeah. He's got two as well. So we got... Jargon got four. Mm-hmm. History of Warfare. Oh, yes. Nice. And who was the, your first role for, Santa? Uh, that was for Santa. Uh, it's a book on anatomy of inhuman beings. Uh primarily uh dwarfs but just inhuman anatomies it has various ones in it anything from animals to uh even like some lesser devil demon type things that's pretty pretty cool noonie klaus a book on skull on poisons so various poisons concoctions how to make them oh that was bad this rolling (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, so potentially quite useful to Baptist to. That was perfect. This trying to help help him. And then Santh, you rolled for another one. Yeah, I rolled two again. Uh, it's a demonic dictionary. Sweet. Demonic wow. phrases, demonic rituals, uh, <clears throat> various things like that. Uh, that's fairly awesome. That'll go well with our summon every death god book. D- yeah. Does that does that mean that does that mean that I learn like the language demonic? Um, no, not quite to the degree of that. Uh, it's like you know all the curse words in demonic now. Yeah, it's Sweet. more like that. <laughs> more akin to that. I feel like Shock the, Ruth. the library within the Temple of Mani is going to just be nuts at this point in time. With <laughs> I think I think we can probably charge for to let people into that temple library. I don't think I want them to be in there with some of those combinations. <laughs> <laughs> Check your weapons at the door. <laughs> Check your intelligence at the door. If they have an intelligence higher than one, I don't think they should be allowed in there because, like, they could summon something. And God, they can do all kinds of damage in there. Yeah, we got no <laughs> problems without, like, <clears throat> aiding and abetting our enemies. We do cause quite a few issues ourselves. I'm just going to toss that one out. I want to point out, Baptist what was, causes most what was the original, of the issues. What was the original name of the damn group, the, the Grand Charter Company of Mustertown, where we kill ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys study those skulls, uh... Mephrida studies the books more. Am I rolling and what particular pieces of information are you looking for? Because, I mean, there's still massive tomes that require deciphering and things like that. So, uh, What are some key words I'm looking for, fellas? Teleportation, gates, uh, portals. Power. I'm looking for anything about portals. They had definite interest in portals. 
you know they're interested in this planet, and you believe they found a way to travel to and from this planet. You suspect the portal here is linked to another portal back on your home planet. There's brief talk of exploration and seeking out of these green stones. Just from what you'd piece together yourself seems verified by the book that greenstone fragments, while able to have some power and energy within them, are not nearly as powerful as a full-on greenstone. However, these greenstones are more rare and more difficult to find and locate. And there's some faint indication that multiples, like tens or twenties of these greenstone fragments could power potentially this portal. Or a single green stone. So how many fragments? You're thinking 20 to 30 fragments. Wow, that's a lot. To power the the thing. And it doesn't seem uncommon that a miracle would explore the planet himself to acquire these and potentially take green stones back to the home planet. Okay, so he's probably got a bunch of green stones back in his tower. We We need how many again? 20? Roughly speaking, um, twenty to thirty. And we and Mephrodis also suspects that this where to find them. This teleporter will take us back to our home planet. You're pretty sure that Americal used to travel here, and probably Ericark before him even. So Ericark was likely one of the first ones to discover this <clears throat> planet and some of the power in these green stones here on the planet. Americal and his research tapped into that knowledge. And probably began travels here, too. You're not sure how many times he'd probably been to the planet. You're thinking at least three. Uh, Do I notice? And now, of course, Mephrodis continues the chain of now having unlocked a secret that two very great and powerful wizards back on the home planet for some reason like to travel here and had interest in these green stones. Do I notice Noel Eleven's name in reference to these teleporters or uh, this transportation between planets? You do not. Is there any indication in the book of where to find? Yeah, where do they find these green stones? If you study the book longer, um, we got all day. Some of the we got all month. Some of it starts to make <laughs> some of it starts to make <laughs> more sense <clears throat> now that you've been on the planet and seen some of the races. Like before, some of the names just didn't. Red, like you hadn't heard uh, the name. Uh, hold on here. Like there's a phrase in there called uh, Slazek. S L A Z E C K. S L A Z E C K. And you're suspecting that when you first skimmed the book, you know that was a term that just made no sense. Like you weren't even sure if you deciphered the 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 passages correctly. But now that you've been here and seen some of the alien life, you're thinking that's what America was calling the two-armed alien folks, the Slazex. 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 <laughs> and then there's, a, there's another reference to a race called the Dasklins, who were likely the faint blue-tinged-skin humanoids, like the dead one you found in front of the pyramid. And he also seems to make reference to a race called the Kith. Kith. There's... Um, who you don't think you've met, but now, just given the way he uses the word similarly to the Slazex and stuff, you think that uh, it's likely another race on the planet. Um, you know, there's skirmishes between the races and things like that on the planet. Um, 
as far as and you know some of these races hold green stones for their own needs and own powers uh, and, and that's pretty much what you're able to decipher from the book with your knowledge that you have so far so would it be a fair assumption that Mephrodus has realized that <clears throat> we need to somehow visit among the Slazek, the Daskins, and the Kith to find these green stones and get enough green stones to power this thing up? You're not sure if you need to visit each one of those per se, but you're thinking that probably within their houses of power or uh, beings, the, there's probably potentially green stones. So we can uh, in these find centralized green areas, yeah. and then you also think there's probably fragments. Just you know, you found some in that hangar. You, you know, you found one in here. Uh, you know, there's probably some scattered about the, the planet, but they don't have like specific directions or like go to these coordinates and get this green stone or anything like that. That sounds like a lot of work. What do you fellas want to do? Rest up. Get enough for a big spell burn to go home or go find these crystals. Um, the resting up is going to take a while still, isn't it? Yeah, how many... Uh, do we regain any uh, ability damage from our stay in the tower? Oh, did you, you did you guys spend a night in the tower? Yeah, we spent a night there. Oh, that's wrong, Gargan. You guys did spend, sorry. Uh, I have all my luck back. You get one ability uh, point for that. Um, oh my goodness! So that wherever you nothing. want to put it, that was nothing. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we've got to look for him. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, at least you'll be able to rest up while we're still accomplishing something, as opposed to just holing up somewhere for however long it would take to get to actually get to where we need to be. Well, we can learn some stuff and profit from it at the same time, <laughs> right? Hopefully. Yeah. And, I mean, if you guys want to try to heal up, I mean, you can always try to secure something and set up something that's more... Like, when you guys first got on the planet, you were in a cave that you had no idea, you know, where you're at. Now you've got enough familiarity, you guys could potentially come up with a plan to hole up if that's what you guys wanted to do. And well, if you come up with a solid plan... Uh, have we collected all you know, the fragments that we've seen? Yeah, I'm assuming you guys have three, two, plus there's this one on the, the pedestal now. Yeah, so Sant, I'm you have Sant, three has, at the Sant has two pieces of green shards. Right, because those Definitely. were from weapons that were broken. From the guns, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, my vote is that we stay on planet for a bit and try to make a make an effort at finding the power sources here. That's Yeah, I like it. That's kind of my vote. I mean, I'm, I'm flexible either way. If you guys want to just do the rest up and get the heck out, then... That's fine too. Well, I mean, it's gonna take a long time. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's not gonna be a short. It's gonna be at least a month, I would think, before, <clears throat> given the way that we roll, before Memphis is able to spell burn twenty points again. Well, the, true, but the good news is is that we're one character less, so the uh, sequencing will go. Faster. <laughs> that's not good news. That's bad news. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, and the best that I can do with the Restore Vitality spell, the best result that I can get currently, unless we find some other way other than Spellburn to buff my modifier, is a 19, which would give two points back instead of one point. I have to get higher than a 13, so the only results I can get are like 14 to 15, which would give an extra one point, 16 to 19, which would give two points. Sant still has a six strength and a six agility, and I don't even want to know what Mephrodis is still looking at from a spellburn standpoint. Mephrodis is like pretty sorry. 
<laughs> all right, guys. So, well, we'll wrap it up there, and uh, I'll chat with you all later. All right, man. You guys have a good night. Thanks for listening to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast. Please stop by irontavern.com forward slash podcast and tell us what you think.